So I've been talking about the process. You know, there's a lot of, lot of crazy stuff that happens in life. And, and, and we, we've been talking about the process. Last week we talked about it. Two weeks ago we talked about, we talked about the fact that God determines the process, we determine our progress. Say that with me, God determines the process. We determine our progress. And last week when I was talking about this, I made an illustration. I connected it with, with like the growing of a vine and grapes. And, and, and the one thing the Holy Spirit reminded me this week is that I didn't tell you is that the beginning of the process is called planting. So we go from planting to pruning, which is also purging. So planting to pruning, from pruning to pressing. From pressing, we move into pouring. And from pouring, God starts the process of helping us help others. And that's called parenting. And so the process that we looked at last week is that, that we, we have this pruning that takes place in our life to get us ready to produce fruit. And after the pruning, we, uh, we go through the pressing where the, where the grapes are pulled off, but, but they've got to go through a pressing to release what's on the inside. And then from the pressing, then it's, it's got to be poured out to a community that's longing for it. And then as we pour out of ourselves, then we become those who now become parents or, or models or mentors or coaches to somebody else. And so the process is, is not a process without purpose. The purpose of the process is that we begin to reproduce and everything we've been through is, is, is take, God uses everything. Say all things work together for good to them that are called according to his purpose and love him. So I want to go to Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, about the process, but I want, to, I want to shift it and talk a little bit uh, and take it another direction this morning. But, but as we do, I want you to remember that it begins with the planting. Say it begins with the planting. Say death, burial, resurrection. Listen, somebody asked me some time ago, when I turned 33, they walked up to me and they said, how old are you? I said, 33. They said, isn't that the year and before they could finish, I said that Jesus was resurrected. Think about it. They were gonna say the year that Jesus, how old Jesus was when he died. I went straight to resurrection, baby. I went straight to resurrection. Okay, you're not with me. I feel like Brother Dave did last week. Nobody's helping me. All right. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now. Somebody say now. now. Say right now. This moment. Anything can happen. It's a now moment in God. Say, it's a now moment in God. God's been waiting for this now moment for me to enter into my now blessing, my now reward. It's a part of the process. I'm entering into it now by faith, right now. My healing, right now. My reward, right now. My anointing right now. My blessing right now. Come on, get it on the inside of you right now. It's a right now moment. When I was in South Africa, Rocky told me, you know Rocky, Alan Rockhill. Rocky said, I want you to go pray for that guy over there just now. I said, okay. I started to walk over. He grabbed me by my, my uh, back of my jacket and pulled me back. And I said, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to pray for him right now. I said, he said, just now. I said, okay. I started to go over just now. He goes, no, 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 not, not now, now, just now. I said, hold up, hold up. American English doesn't translate there. I, I, 
He said, I want you to pray for that guy over there just now. I started to walk over. He said, stop, not just now, now. I'll tell you when, when I want it. It's not a now, now, it's just now. I said, what is just now? Because just now in American English sounds like, in American, an American just now sounds like right now. He said, no, not right now, that's now, now. In South Africa, now, if you want a now, now, it's a now, now, is, is now, now. But a just now is in the future sometime. It's not right now, it's in the future when I tell you it's a now now, but until it's a now now, it's a just now. And most people just live in the just now. One day, someday, out there in the, in the by and by, there's gonna be a now day. But right now, we're just saying, you know, well, someday. No, 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 now is a faith now. It's a faith now, right now. If you lifted up your antennas in the spirit, you could connect with what God is doing. God is releasing something to somebody who will receive it right now. It's a now, now in the spirit. It's always a now, now in the spirit. What God has seen in the future has already happened in his presence. It already exists. It's a now, now. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse two, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Keep going. Through faith, somebody say through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So my mind can't conceive it, but my spirit already knows it. When my sister lost her baby and she was rejoicing and she said, God, I don't understand. Why am I rejoicing? He said, because your spirit knows something your soul doesn't know yet. Your spirit has already ran over into the now now. Your soul is over here in the just now, hoping for a now now, but it hasn't happened yet. But in the spirit, it's already happened. God is already seeing the big picture. He already sees what he has in store for you. And he's saying, oh, stop crying. I've already taken care of it. Stop weeping over what you haven't received yet because it already exists in my presence. Through faith, we understand that the worlds, this word world is not cosmos in the Greek. Many times cosmos is the, the world system. In the Greek, this is the word that we get our word eons from. And so it's not just the systems of this world. It's not just the earth in the sense of the dirt. It is all that is encompassed in the times and the seasons. I want you to catch this. Through faith, we understand that the seasons, the chronologies, the, the eons, the times were framed. This word framed means they unfold by the, Jesus, help me right now. Whew. Jesus, help me right now. Everything God intended, everything in the now of eternity, in the process of what God's trying to get us to, all the things that already exist, he placed them ahead of us. And to prove it to you, Jesus, before he was actually born in the earth, knowing that he would need gold, frankincense and myrrh, knowing that his family would need some resources, he started sending the Magi Two years, Jesus, 
two years before he was born, his resources were moving towards his arrival. Your now season started sometime in the now past. Uh, you missed that. God had a now moment in the now past. And in the now past, God was already thinking of a now, now in the future that you would enter into. So he started sending your resources. He started sending your encouragement. He started sending your blessing so that whatever process you're going through right now, your determination would make it come into manifestation. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. The eons, the times, the seasons would unfold. It's not just that it's kind of structured. It is that, and it's framed, but it's unfolding before your very eyes. How? By the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. How funny is it that some, well, 1981, dad started imagining uh, when he was 17, he started imagining building a, a, an assisted living. He started, God showed him a now, now in the future that was a just now back then. It was a just now, he showed it to him. He did the same thing with Abraham. He did the same thing throughout the scripture. He did the same thing with Joseph. He showed them a now, now in the just now. And in the just now, they were, they were thinking about what would come. God was giving them the understanding that there's something coming that will provide in the future and not just for you, but for generations. God speaks to us relationally. God speaks to us revelationally. And God speaks to us generationally. As said, God speaks to us relationally. He has a relationship with us. He's been thinking about you before time was even created. You see, we live in a time-space realm, but before anything was, God was sitting at the, the conference table of, of eternity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and they were planning, they were speaking about what would happen in the, in the now future because it was so real to them, the now future was as if it was now, now. Because the Bible tells us before the foundations of the world, the Lamb of God was slain. It was a now, now before it was a now, now. Are you catching what I'm saying? He was slain before the foundations, before the unfolding of the world, before it even took place. That which you cannot see, he could see it happening before it even happened. And so what are you saying? I'm saying that whatever you need for the now, now has already been moving towards you. The universe has been designed to bring by the word of God, the universe, the world has been designed to bring towards you every resource you would need if you would agree with what God is saying about your now, now. Whew, Jesus, Jesus. He sees you living in a world with worship without distraction. When you're in the now, now of heaven, you have worship without distraction. When you're in the now, now of heaven, you serve without exhaustion. I'm not saying you don't get tired. I mean, you don't get exhausted doing the things you're called to do. In the now, now of heaven, we have fellowship without fear. You don't have to be afraid. In the now, now of heaven, you have learning without limits. So many things God wants to show 
and share with us. In the now, now of heaven, you have rest without boredom. We're not, we're not bored because we're entering into a rest. And I'm not talking about sleep. I'm talking about resting in him. I'm talking about resting in him. This morning, I believe God wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust his plan. He wants us to trust his timing. He wants us to sometimes trust his answer. <laughs> I don't like his answer sometimes. But more than that, God wants us to understand that trusting him means we trust his principles. That's his character. We trust his promise. That's his word. We trust his program. That's his timing. Now, the secret is in the sequence. Say this with me. The secret is in the sequence. Planting. Pruning. Pressing. Pouring, parenting. See, people who enter into parenting before they've been through the planting, the, the pruning, and the pressing produce people who don't know who they are yet the same. See, because even though when, when, when Ellie and, and Bella were born, they had the capacity to produce, they weren't mature enough to produce yet. They're not, they're not mature enough to produce yet. Why are we not producing as a body? I hope you can catch this. I hope you can catch this. We haven't understood that we've got to reach a level of maturity so we can reproduce. It is not about assembly. It's about reproduction. It's not just about coming together. It's about reproducing and then taking what has been. Michael said the other day, he said, wow. He said, I did not know that I was going to be up all night all the time after this. There is a no return policy on this. There is a no return policy. The secret is in the sequence. The secret is in the sequence. Um, let's, uh, let's look at Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong unto our God, unto the Lord our God, but those things which are what? Belong unto who? And who else? Forever. That we may do all the words of this law. Okay, there are secrets that God wants to teach us. There are secrets that he wants to show us. There are things that he wants us to enter into. And when he does, remember I told you that when God speaks, he speaks relationally, he speaks revelationally, and he speaks generationally. Because when he's speaking to you, he doesn't just have you in mind. When he speaks to Herschel, he has Levi in mind. When he speaks to Josh Fowler or to Brother Charlie Fowler, he has Isaac in mind. When he speaks to you, he is seeing a big picture. The secret is in the sequence. It's a sequence. Let's look at Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is what? Man, that hurts my feelings. I sure like to eat. I couldn't get into this jacket for months and months. And this morning when I got in and zipped it on, I said, hallelujah. It may be a little tight, but I'm just so thankful I got it on. I'm trying 
Judith says, and Judith says a lot of things. <laughs> Our receptionist. Judith says, nothing tastes as good as thin feels. It's a lie, but it's still true. <laughs> For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Do you see the sequence? You can't have joy before you have righteousness. You can't have peace before you have righteousness. When you get in right standing with God, it gives you a peace and then you begin to rejoice. Do you see the sequence? Death, burial, resurrection. You can't have a resurrection without death. Nobody wants to be buried without dying. It's very claustrophobic. <laughs> Let's look at 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now abideth what? Faith, hope, charity. These three, but what? The greatest of these is charity. Okay, so the greatest of these is love. But, but to get to the release of love, I've got to operate in faith. See, because if I don't function in faith, I'll never step into a relationship. Many of us have been hurt by relationships, so we're afraid to love again. But what we need to understand is the secret is in the sequence. God wastes nothing. God wastes nothing. When, when, uh, when, he, when he multiplied the bread from one little boy's meal, he multiplied it, and when it was over, how many baskets were left over? Twelve baskets were left over. And, and he collected all the fragments because God does not waste anything. Everything you've sown, everything you've given, everything you've poured out, everything you allowed to be planted, allowed to be pruned, allowed so that you could produce more, so that you could go through the pressing, so the pressing could produce the pouring, all of that was with a purpose. And, and if you get anything out of order, you miss the sequence. Say the secret is in the sequence. All right, let's look at Genesis chapter one very quickly here. Um, I, may, I may just read a little bit of it and then try to, try to uh, just abbreviate here because I think uh, um, we're running out of time here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, somebody said, God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw light before there was light. He, those things which are not, he saw them and he decreed them to come into existence. Verse five, and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and evening and the morning were the first day. Verse six, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the ferment, divided the waters which were under the ferment and the waters which were above the ferment. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. Now watch, every day at the end of the day, God says what? It is good. Sometimes in the sequence, it doesn't feel good. Sometimes in the midst of the death, burial, resurrection, the planting, pruning, pressing, getting popped, beat, smack down, it doesn't feel good. But I want you to understand the secret is in the sequence. You can't have the promise till you have the seed. Say seed before the promise. Seed before the promise. Say test before the testimony. Test before the 
before the testimony. Say dream before the reality. Dream before the reality. Death before resurrection. Death before resurrection. The type and shadow. Type and shadow. Before the genuine. Before the genuine. Alignment. Alignment. Before illumination. illumination. Say alignment. Before illumination. Before illumination. You can't understand some things until you get into alignment. That's right. Say training before the reigning. Training before the reigning. Say honor before the promotion. Honor before the promotion. So you got to honor those that are around you. Honor those that came before you. Honor those. You can't. Many, many young people want the promotion before they, before they step into a place of honoring. The battle before the breakthrough. The bulge before the birthing. The bulge before the birth. Oh, Jesus, help us. The problem is some of us guys look like we're walking around ready to give birth and we ain't got nothing to give birth to. We just got the bulge. Say the sowing before the reaping. Sowing before the reaping. The conflict before the conquest. The heat and the pressure before the diamond. The irritation before the pearl, the digging before the oil, the work before the reward, the code before opening the safe. Uh, Mike Single, would you help me just a minute? Just open this and open this, uh, this lock, if you would. Go ahead and open that, if you would. And while he's preparing for that, I just want to kind of break one more thing down for you as he's doing that. Just go ahead and start opening it. Yeah, yeah go ahead, open it. You know, the Bible tells us uh, whatsoever things you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you bind on in heaven will be bound on earth. I mean, there's a couple different scriptures that talk about this, loosing and binding. It's actually locking and unlocking in some, in some text. Go ahead, unlock that. <laughs> Yeah, do you know how? No, I don't have a combination. You don't have the combination. Correct. You don't know the sequence. No, I do not know the sequence. Okay, okay, here's the numbers. There's a 17, there's a 31, and there's a 35. Go ahead. <laughs> so while he's doing that, the sequence in creation was this. The Holy Spirit hovers and broods over empty, dark, unstructured places, atmospheres, and circumstances. Holy Spirit is hovering. You getting it? I can't tell my left from the right. You can't tell your left from your right. Okay. Uh, do, do you know, do you know what, what to do if you had the right numbers? Yes. What would you do? I would follow the sequence. Okay. How would you go, which, how would you go right or left first? I, I don't know. You don't know? So you don't know if it's right or left first. No. On, a, on a combination lock, which is, which is first? Right. Ah, you know the secret. You got to be right if you want to be right. Okay, so the sequence is 31, 17, 35. So you go two right to, 30, to 31. 31. Okay. Left to 17. And then to 35. I don't think you got it. The Holy Spirit hovers. And then after he hovers, he moves over the waters. 
And after he moves over the waters, he speaks. And after he speaks, he creates something from nothing. And after he, after he creates something from nothing, he separates or he divides. And after he separates or divides, he names. And after he names, he starts in darkness and brings illumination. And after he does that, he appreciates. He says, this is good. Did you get it? No, he doesn't know the secret. Let me see it a second. Hold that just a second. Let's see. Maybe I'll give you the wrong numbers. Did you hear what he just said? He said, hallelujah. Keep this, it might help you someday, but you have to remember the love. <laughs> Many of us have got the sequence out of order. God moves over chaotic situations. He hovers over the situations in your life that are out of, out of order. He wants to bring order into our life. After he brings order, he begins to speak into our life. After he begins to speak into our life, he begins to, to, to move. And after he moves to, to break it down, there's a number of things there, but then he names. Many of us don't know where we're at in the process. We don't know what our destiny is yet. But Holy Spirit is hovering over darkness. Don't get freaked out. Don't get ahead of the sequence. Secret is in the sequence. God determines the process. We determine the progress. Stand up on your feet if you're able to. Better than standing on your hands. Thank you, Jesus. I hope I helped somebody today. How many ready to enter into your now now? When you go home, declare now. It's a now season at my house. Touch your mailbox and say it's a now season. What I need from God is coming to my mailbox. Come on, just begin to decree your now season, what God is about to do. Whew. You never said yes to Jesus, no better time than right now. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you need Jesus, you want to accept Jesus, lift your hand right where you are. You want to walk with him. You've been out of sequence. You've been out of order. You want to get things in order. God's speaking to you. The count of three, lift your hand. One, two, three. Yeah, hands going up everywhere. Pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I give you my life. I, you my I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Lord for, and now, Savior. for now, right now, right now, 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 now and, eternity. and eternity, what you designed, you designed what you decreed you before the foundations of the world is coming my way. And I receive it right now. I receive my healing right now. I receive my blessing right now. I receive my deliverance right now. I receive my anointing right now. Come on, get your hands open. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. In the name of Jesus. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming, says the Lord. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. There's a mighty move coming. Things are coming towards you each and every day. Don't miss your moment, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give him an ovation. Give him an ovation of praise. We love you. God bless you. Have an awesome week.